Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. And this is day three. Our focus on this podcast series has been the 15 new rules for 2023 to be successful as a new agent. And as a lot of you have latched onto this as non-new agents, more seasoned veteran types, you're also appreciating these points. Because here's the thing. The best place to be when you are facing um, a new market is going to be putting yourself in the place of being a learner. In other words, allow yourself to go back to ground zero. Allow yourself to take a fresh approach to everything. And one of the things that um, we coach all of our top clients to do is never assume that worked in the past will work in the future. And specifically, make it so every single thing that you've been doing in your business has to be put through uh, filters with regards to, is it working? How do you know if it's working? Is the actual action or the actual expenditure producing a profit? And if it is not, do not do it, especially in a market like this. Also, some of you will justify that by saying, well, at least it paid for itself. Well, what about all of the work that went into it for you to break even? Yeah. So that doesn't count either. Okay. I, I, well, I, yeah. this is, you're getting me going on, you know, a little bit of a tangent, but it's worth mentioning. I had a question the other day on Instagram and if you guys want to find us on Instagram, we put a lot of, I mean, a lot of you appreciate, um, I think a lot of our snarky comments, especially about going to the gym every day. <laughs> uh, but one of the questions I had from somebody, and I'm guessing he was a new agent, was what do you guys need, you know, can you talk about farming? And I said, what kind of farming are we talking about? You know, we're talking about agricultural farming, growing, you know, beets and, you know, nope, he meant geographic farming. Okay, geographic farming is, could be an interesting topic. Then I asked him, um, trying to help him, mm -hmm. then I asked him about his particular market. I asked him about like choosing a farm. I asked him about, you know, how much, how long is he willing to invest in this particular, you know, marketing activity before he sees results? Has he actually done any homework as to find out how many other agents are direct mailing in his case into that particular geographic area? How long do people stay in this particular neighborhood before they decide to move? The complexity of the needed uh, of the answer needed is extraordinary and that's what a lot of you guys haven't taken into consideration so you're now stuck in this quagmire where you are spending money month after month after month after month thinking that and hoping that one day somehow magically mystically it'll all of a sudden just click to life and start working well here's the bottom line and please listen to what i'm saying if something didn't work in the past market it's not going to work now 100 percent. just assume that's, that's true sure. And if something only marginally worked in the past market, it's not going to work in this market at all either. So give yourself permission to step away from the bad decision and move forward. Because when you do, when you, for example, if you're in a geographic you know, farm and you're mailing and you're not getting any results from it, and let's just say you've convinced yourself or someone's convinced you that the only solution is to continue to do it forever, even though you're never getting results from it. When you decide to develop some business maturity and some guts and step away from it, you're going to discover that you lose absolutely nothing. And what you get is your money back. And what you get is your time back. And what you get then is openness to creating new pathways to generate leads proactively that actually will result in something. So what happens is psychologically, and this also happens from agents with big databases, 
is you have started to use those things as a crutch or an excuse not to do the real work of real estate. For example, you have driven past five FISBOs on your way to the office today, um, and you've rationalized it because you're about to mail out a thousand postcards to a geographic farm. You said, well, I'll get what I need from the, the postcard mailer. But, and yet, you know, despite the fact that you drove past those five FISBOs, all of which were resulted in $20,000 commission checks each, you instead are deciding to, you know, roll the dice on the direct mail farm geographic area. Now, all that said, see how coaching is different than uh, training guys? All that said, the reality of it is, is that in some areas, in some markets, geographic farming can work really well. And uh, that's a different podcast for a different day. But open your mind to the reality that in this new market, it is going to take a new approach. And what did work in the past market probably isn't going to work in this market. Julie, let's roll into part 3.11. That's right. So create and use your proven pre-listing package and learn how to present your unique sales propositions. These are called USPs. A USP is what makes you different you know, the, the question that you live in fear of, what makes you different than every other agent I'm going to talk to? Your pre-listing package is your silent salesperson. Send it prior to your listing presentation and it will handle all of the usual objections before you even arrive. I'm going to take care of that. And Yes, exactly. We had just a notice that one of our widgets is about to die in battery, and so Julie's going to go find a power cord. And we're not editing this podcast. Proof that we do this podcast live and we do not edit it. <laughs> All right. So by the way, the pre-listing package is something that is included with Premier Coaching. Uh, it is something that's copywritten. It's licensed to those of you who are in Premier Coaching. And the pre-listing pack acts as your silent salesperson. It's something that you always, always, always send after you pre-qualify the seller. Um, prior to going to the listing appointment. And in most cases, if you follow our, uh, our listing process, which you learn in Premier Coaching, especially sending the pre-listing pack, it will be a walk-in listing. In other words, the seller will have already decide that provided you show up on time and you, you know, don't do something dumb, you're going to get the listing because the pre-listing pack has differentiated you. Julie said USPs, that stands for Unique Selling Proposition. Um, and if you want to join Premier Coaching, which many of you have, thousands of you have, just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. And when you do, you have instant access to Premier Coaching. Um, and you will then learn how to start being a proactive lead generator and run a very profitable real estate business because of this market. Point number 12, focus on being a listing agent. Yes. Point number 12, focus on being a listing agent. Listings produce leads, but buyers generally don't. Sellers have to sell, but buyers never have to buy. Working with buyers is physical labor. Working with listings is mental labor, meaning that it requires skill. Julie, right there, if that's the only point that we <laughs> gave these guys in the last three days, it is the most important point in my humble opinion. I totally agree. You know, most agents, if we're being honest, only list their easy repeat and referral business. And that's okay as a new agent, but learn to win in a competitive listing situation so that you can list homes with people who don't know you. All right. So here's the point. Sellers, there are no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. There's no such thing as a buyer that has to purchase a home. I'm going to say that again, because you need to understand it. You are never going to discover a buyer that has to buy a home. Oh, what are you talking about, Tim? 1031 tax exchanges. They can just pay the taxes. Yep. Okay? There's no such thing as a buyer that has well, to buy. what if my lease is ending? They can go to another property. They can extend the lease. There's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy, but there are sellers that have to sell. So if you're choosing where to spend your time, 
and you're choosing to spend where to spend your resources, time being one of them, you're going to want to spend it on the seller side of the a real estate business because you're going to then discover that sellers, there are lots of reasons that sellers absolutely positively have to sell their home. Mr. Seller, do you have to sell this home or do you want to sell this home? I have to sell the house because fill in the blank. There's about really 10, maybe 12 really locked down solid reasons why a seller has to sell. There's no such thing as a reason as a buyer that has to buy, but a seller that has to sell because they inherited the property uh, and they're out of state. A seller has to sell because of financial issues. Maybe they lost their job. Maybe there's a legal reason. Maybe they have to move across country because they take a job reload. Maybe they're about to close on a new house and they need the equity from the property. The list goes on and on and on. But you guys want to know why you're so many of you are frustrated working with buyers because the buyers are ebbing and flowing depending on what news cycle is on or, you know, what direction the winds are blowing with interest rates and all the rest well, of it. Well, even if they qualify at all, right? They exactly. might be really motivated, but not qualified. You know, sellers don't actually have to qualify to sell their house. Hopefully you have allowed that information to percolate because you will realize then that if given a choice, which you do have, you should spend all your best energies every single day of being a listing agent. And as Julie just said, when you're a listing agent, generally speaking, by accident, <laughs> you're going to get more than one transaction from it. You're going to start listing more houses in the neighborhood. And think of all these reasons why, right? You have a the seller that needs to buy something. You have maybe your buyer that needs to buy that seller's house. Now you're double ending it. You have the neighbor. You have all these other people. That does not ever happen from the buyer side transaction. What are you saying, Tim? I get referrals from my buyer side transactions. Not like you do when you're a listing agent. That's very true. And this is one of the main things that we work on in coaching is turning you guys not into mistaken listing agents. A mistaken or a you know, a lucky listing is a past client that, you know, it went pretty well. So I'm just going to call you when it's time to sell, or I'm going to refer a friend, right? So these are people who you pretty much know that most of the time you guys will take the listings. But the problem with that is you can't tell me who that's going to be. That is not predictable. It is not duplicatable. And it has a finite amount of opportunity for you. So we turn you into listing agents who can take a listing on purpose repeat all the time. You know, it's predictable and duplicatable. If I were to say, you know what, Tim, based on the skill that you have, you got your pre-listing package done, you know how to present it. You've got a formal listing presentation. You know how to handle objections and you know how to proactively lead generate. An agent like that can create their own listing inventory at will. And that's the difference. And that's what coaching is all about. And Julie's, you know, her new class of 2023, they are going to learn how to be listing agents. And I have had you and I have had so many experiences where we have a new coaching client that comes into our fold, having listened to what we just said, mm -hmm. finally are willing to accept what we're saying is yeah. true, mm -hmm. finally willing to accept the fact that working with buyers is physical labor. It is physical labor. It doesn't require that much skill to open a door. Working with sellers is mental labor, which does require skill. You will get to the point where you're tired of basically selling yourself to, for the sake of basically working with a buyer. Whereas if you have a listing, let alone multiple listings, you have all the other agents in the marketplace that are working nights and weekends trying to sell so your listings true. for you. And that is the epiphany that hopefully all of you have because in the other listings create leverage. Buyers, you're their leverage. Listings create freedom. Buyers, you basically are an indentured servant. Unfortunately, that is just the way it works. Nothing wrong with working buyers, 
Most people start out by working buyers, and that's a great way to build momentum because the you know heart of this podcast is focused on new agents. But don't stay there. Open your mind to the fact that you don't have to wait for one of the buyers you sold a house to to want to list their house for you to become a listing agent. You can become a listing agent from day one, the second you get your real estate license. Oh, we did. Thousands of our that's coaching true. clients did as well. Our first transaction was a listing, actually. It was. Okay, point number 13, always say, yes, it would be my pleasure to help you with that. Then get help if you need it. You can only build your skills by earning while you learn. So don't say no to opportunities when you can say yes, even if you're totally out of your wheelhouse. Now you can always partner with or refer the transaction to another agent if something is just too far out there for you. That's okay. It's not okay to say, no, I don't do that. You'll be much more versatile when you say yes than when you say no. Now the definition of versatility is the ability to transact with different types of people in different types of situations. Including price range. That's right. Versatile agents are far more successful and profitable than agents who aren't. And typical things that agents will say no to is certain price ranges that they don't like, perhaps certain areas, maybe. Uh, maybe you've never done a commercial listing, but you're never going to if you keep saying no to it. Maybe you always say no to leases. Well, what if you handled that lease for that person that just wants to hang on to the house for a year and think about what they want to do with you just lost the listing because you said no to the leasing. The point is, if you have no momentum or if you want to build momentum to go to the next level, say yes to everything. Figure it out along the way. Oh, Tim, I don't know, you know, bunk about listing a strip mall. Well, guess what? If you're with us at eXp Realty, yep. eXp Realty has a fantastic commercial division. We will match you up with a commercial agent. You can list said property with the commercial agent as the co-listing, learn on the job and get paid. Earn while you learn. Exactly. That's always the heart of what we're trying to get you guys to understand. Going to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate School is not a function of sitting in a classroom and hopefully all the information absorbs into your brain. We want you to earn while you learn. That's the critical part. That's how you're going to learn faster. You always learn faster when you're forward deployed and you're actually doing the real work. Those of you who have not yet joined Julie and I at eXp Realty, we strongly encourage you to take a look. There's a reason why eXp Realty is the only brokerage of its size growing right now while all the other brokerages are losing agents and losing revenue. If you want to learn more about eXp, which all of you should, it's the next natural step. Or if, frankly, if you're a new agent, it's the first natural step for your real estate career. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you've already decided you're going to join eXp Realty and you're looking for a sponsor that will be insanely proactive in your success at eXp Realty, Julie and I are formally applying for the job. And you can text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. And just when you're texting me, just say, Interested in joining eXp Realty? Let's talk or whatever you want to say and let's get the conversation started. But your next natural step that all of you should be doing is moving forward to at least seriously consider eXp. It is obviously the brokerage designed for a market like this. And it would be our honor, our pleasure if you were to partner with us at eXp Realty. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. Point number 14, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. There will be days when you simply don't feel motivated. There will be days when you overthink yourself into analysis paralysis. There will be days when you feel far less than competent. Aren't those but, most days, those three things? Absolutely. I feel that <laughs> way every time I go to the gym, for example. Exactly. But do the work anyway so that you can have days of success, days of gratitude and profitability. Be able to say, thank you, past fill in your name for doing the work so I can enjoy the rewards today. That only happens 
when you actually do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it, which is virtually all the time, but do it at the highest level. That highest level part is where coaching comes in. And that's why point number 15 is get involved in Premier Coaching so we can move you forward faster, answer your questions daily, and hold you accountable. Scripts, skills, pre-listing package, listing presentation, buyer presentation. That's right, there's a buyer presentation too. And so many other things that will help you build confidence earn money immediately, and shorten your learning curve. You know, Tim, anybody that's listening that cannot answer the question, are you on track, ahead, or behind, needs to be in coaching. Well, on track with their goals, uh, behind, you know, on track, behind, ahead, with their goals. And you don't know that if you've not done uh, the real estate treasure map. And that's the first thing we ask all of you to do, whether you join, you know, one of the private coaching programs or you join Premier Coaching is you got to get the treasure map done because that is your fill-in-the-blank business plan. That Gives is what, you direction. That is what's going to move you forward the quickest. And obviously, thousands of you are joining Premier Coaching every single year, and it's free for the first 30 days. So text the word PREMIER to 47372. Text the word PREMIER to 47372. Or just go to PremierCoaching.com. And both ways, you guys can join our community. So, Julie, that I would say, all the skills things and the motivation mm-hmm. and the sense of accountability, but the real reason... So many people are joining and listening to this podcast is because they want a sense of community. Yes. They want to be around like-minded people who are optimistic about the future because they know they have the ability to learn the skills that this new market demands. That's right. And they're taking control of their future instead of waiting around for the market to shift back to some fantasy land that you guys were living in for quite some many years, right? I'm going to give you an example of community, of being around people that are like-minded, just Mm -hmm. as an example. So I've had several long conversations with people in the real estate industry in the past week about AI. And some of these people, uh, none of them were coaching clients. None of them were part of our EXP group. These are just people that messaged me this way or the other. And they're all asking us what we think AI is the effect AI is going to have on the industry. But what they're all implying is that AI is going to replace agents. To which I have to say, that's hilarious, honestly. It's just absolutely Hilarious that uh, AI is somehow magically no, going to replace real estate agents. It'll never happen. But here's the thing: they are see they're taking this information, and their filters are spitting it out that AI is bad. AI is going to put agents out of business. Their thinking is that the future is going to be worse than today. Why are they thinking like that? And are you thinking like that? Not just about AI, but everything in general. Here's a little, and this goes to community. If you believe that tomorrow will not be better than today, this is not being an optimist or a pessimist. This is about knowing history. There, if you guys compare how fast humans have come, you know, in this past hundred years, let alone fifty, healthcare, uh, quality of life. You think if you believe that things have gotten worse, especially in the United States, you are one hundred percent wrong. Everything has gotten better. I remember when Julie and I were growing up. And many of you will remember this as well. They were there was real famine happening in Africa and Ethiopia. Yes. There were people starving all over the earth. There was all kinds of real, honest to God plagues and diseases. They're all gone. Here's another thing. Have you guys realized? And this is going to sound political, but it's not. We have won the war on terror, right? Is there is terrorism a real topping point anymore in the United States? Anywhere on the planet Earth? Not really. Okay, we have evolved past that. We've won that war. We're going to win many other challenges that we're facing. Technology and all these other things that are going to be uh, announcing themselves with louder and louder voices in your lives. You have to see them for what they are. 
it's going to allow you to help more people at a higher level. The AI and all these other widgets and wadgets out there, and we're going to talk about this on the podcast probably on Friday, are incredible. Julie and I have been using AI. We didn't, Julie, and I, Julie didn't use it for these notes, but we've been using AI for all kinds of different writing assignments, all kinds of different research projects, and I am unbelievably excited because what AI is going to allow you to do is spend less time with the things that take an extraordinary amount of time and more time actually right in front of customers. You're going to be able to spend more time being of service directly in front of your potential buyers and sellers than you are trying to figure out some complicated CRM or whatever. AI is going to make it so that you need fewer staff people. AI is going to make it so that the work product that you produce is going to be much higher quality. I'll give you an example. Julie, Mm -hmm. she writes a lot. And she writes for many different trade publications, real estate trade publications, Florida Association of Realtors, Inman, Housing Wire. I mean, I And they are sometimes. Yeah. Okay. And so normally she and I, she has something she wants to write on. Chances are we've written on it before. So she'll use past notes and she'll bring them Update. up to date. Mm-hmm. But now what she's doing, she's taking those notes, she's dropping it into chat GPT and she's got some of these new extensions. And then she's telling chat GPT, uh, to add in information using, you know, there's it, these extensions are now able to pull information from 2000 and uh, from it two, used 21. to be up to 2022. Now we're going forward from that. So yes, I think it's 21. Doesn't Maybe matter. It's 21. So it's current up to date information. But she's saying add charts, add graphs, get me add some quotes, statistics, get me some statistics. And Chat GPT is able to make what she has written, which was great, and making it like. Five times better. In some cases, ten times better. We wrote. Um, I was uh, sampling different, um, you know, Chat GPT. These different add-ons, these different extensions, and we were experimenting with it actually earlier today. And I cannot believe how much time Julie and I are not going to have to spend doing the things that, frankly, have been part of our lives forever. That is going to relieve all of you. Okay, I'll give you an example. You're going to have, obviously, one of the first ways it's going to be used, it's going to be used for scheduling. Okay, big deal. There's lots of schedulers out there. Not like what uh, AI is going to be able to do. Um, How about writing property descriptions? How about, okay, here's one. There's a new extension that will actually will write, for those of you who are on Twitter, I thought this was kind of funny, um, comments and replies to people's Twitter comments. So you're going to be on Twitter at if you choose to waste your time this way, but I thought it was interesting. (laughs) And you're going to read it. it, The chat GPT will read the whole string of uh, tweets back and forth. And then it's going to give you, tell you what to say, some brilliant satirical, if you choose to be that way, comment to respond to some of the other things. And you don't have to think about it. Now, I don't know where that goes. It's going to probably just be a bunch of AI talking to each other on Twitter. You know, it's kind of funny to think about. It'll be fun to watch. Here's another one, guys. Ready for this one? Again, we're researching all this because we want to produce some podcasts. Uh, there are some uh, AI-created software programs. I shouldn't call them that. They're apps that will allow you to create an indistinguishable uh, avatar of yourself. In other words, you are going to be able to watch you uh, presenting some particular topic that looks exactly like you, an indistinguishable eyes, hair, skin, everything looks exactly like you in 4K on YouTube, and you've told the AI what the topic is going to be. So you have now, I want you to think about this. Everyone's going to be a content creator. Those of you who've been afraid to create content, you're now going to no longer have that as an excuse. You're going to have to, you, the AI will have learned what you look like. It'll, and it, just do it'll that. It'll speak I've seen like it. you. It'll speak like you, uses your voice, uses your face, 
and then you're going to say, I want you to write, um, you know, five points on what effects interest rates have every time they go up an eighth of a point for people in home price ranges of 500000 or above, blah, 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 right? And it's going to produce a beautiful outline, a transcript, and then an actual video of you presenting those points. All you had to do was come up with the core content. You guys get it? You imagine doing your listing presentation that way. That's Julie and I's brains are just bouncing all over the place mm -hmm. as we think about all the different ways we can help you guys understand how to leverage this technology. And yet, how many people are out there trying to convince you that tomorrow is not going to be better than today? Because you're just going to be replaced. Exactly. Yeah. What's going to be replaced are the, are the activities that are purely transactional, procedural. The people Direct contact stuff can never be replaced, ever. I don't care what the AI is. Someone will always need a real estate professional to help them with one of the most stressful decisions of their lives, which is buying or selling real estate. Always. We have thousands of years, if not potentially millions of years, of people needing experts, uh, you know, the gray, gray beards, if you will, to give them advice. That's how we're all hardwired. I noticed when I started to grow my beard, and my beard is mostly white. I noticed that all of a sudden, I probably picked up about 15 or 20 IQ points. <laughs> you did. To other that people. That were assigned to you. Exactly. Because you now are, you know, officially a grizzled veteran. I exactly. Suppose. People lean in and listen more. And I thought, well, that's, that's funny. I know. I know. <laughs> you should grow a beard too. I, I'm trying. No. <laughs> no, but it will be interesting to see how this evolves. It's certainly early days, but there's so many different applications to this. Like I was just thinking from an agent standpoint, how much easier just doing a CMA is going to be? Oh my gosh. Right? Because it'll pull from even more places than you're used to pulling. What if you could do a CMA where you weren't only using MLS data? Who's the agent that wins in this new scenario? The one that figures all this out. Well, uses it. The one that figures all of it out. The one that uses it. The one that doesn't hide from it. The one that's excited and optimistic Sees about it. Sees it as a tool. But number one, the one that's then realizing that they can... Uh, you know, essentially delegate mm -hmm. all the grinding work to the AI sure. and they now can spend more time in front of buyers or sellers. I know. I was thinking about uh, if it will evolve, you know, we have this inventory shortage right now, as we all know. So what if you were to ask ChatGPT to find both on-market and off-market properties, very specifically meeting your buyer's criteria, you know, maybe they have to have like you know, a certain type of room or a Zoom room, who knows, whatever they're specific about in a specific community, school district, zip code, MLS code, whatever, it's going to give you more options than just the two things that are in your MLS that are both pending. All right, so let's riff on this. Let's say you live in a community. Julie and I, when we sold real estate, there were all these patio homes that were getting built. And these patio home developers were looking for these big five-acre uh, properties uh, that were land, land, right? Land. Well, they're mostly sixties ranches that they're going to doze and they're going to build sure. like, you know, 20 Small acreage. Exactly. Uh, well, what if you were to ask chat GPT to find you all the properties like that in your particular marketplace? Mm -hmm. What if you were to here? there's companies out there that do geo farming where they're going to send you a list and then they're going to, you know, charge you to, we are special, you know, super sneaky. Most likely to sell. Yeah. Right. Most likely to sell super sneaky algorithms going to go out there and whatever, whatever. I can guarantee you ChatGPT can do that exact same thing right now. For free. For free. You guys get it? For free is the important part. So here is the interesting twist on this, though, because mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody, not in real estate, but that lives in our community, uh -huh. that is a big social media person. Gotcha. Okay. 
And the real and, and she acknowledged the fact mm-hmm. that everyone's going to be a content creator. Yep. Okay. And that is what's going to happen. And I bet you that happens within 12 or 24 months. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because there's so many people that want to have content sure. created. Mm-hmm. And the technology is already there. You just have to create, get it all to patch together. So the people out there that have been creating content and making money uh, doing so are about to be deplatformed or mm-hmm. about to be uh, have so much new competition sure. that they're not going to they're going to have to reinvent their themselves. uniqueness is going to dry up. And that I'm going to share this with you guys, and we're going to round the bend again. This is Julie and mm-hmm. I bouncing off yeah. each other for the sake of creating our podcast on Friday. Uh, but here's an interesting uh, thing to think about. So Julie and I are looking forward to having ChatGPT listen to all of our literally thousands of past podcasts, and then we tell ChatGPT to start doing podcasts for us. I mean, that's a nice little fantasy, right? And then we'll obviously start creating more content, or rather chat will for us using our voices. If you guys want to have some fun with this, just understand, go to Google and do a search for Joe Rogan interviewing Steve Jobs. Okay, now I'll just tell you right now, Joe Rogan never interviewed Steve Jobs. That is AI who went on to the, it went onto the internet. It found voice samples of both of those gentlemen and then wrote the questions. And then basically it was the AI Joe asking the AI Steve all these questions. You should listen to it. You will not be able to tell the difference. It's based, ex- but it was based on historical, you know, conversations and facts. It wasn't like it's not like ChatGPT making up some kind of fictional story based on them. It was based on their actual history of speeches and talks. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's based on real stuff. Well, that's what it's doing. It's sampling. So, yeah. for example, it will go out into iTunes or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's going to listen to our billions of past podcasts, mm-hmm. and then it's going to be able to say, you know, write me 10 points on whatever, and then it's going to turn it out. It'll be our voices. Sure. And you and I can then start producing a hell of a lot more content. And it will be authentic to what, you know, what we teach. And, yeah. you know, it's not going to be some riff on that. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how everybody uses this but it's the end of the fake expert that's my point well which is awesome right the fake expert out there especially those on youtube they're about to be toast because everyone's going to be a fake expert so the real people that are going to be able to differentiate it are the ones that actually have the actual credibility of being tested in the market over long periods of time so look we're giving you all kinds of different thoughts to think about but here's the most important thing as a real estate professional, it's going to put you in a position to be in front of people uh, more frequently, which inevitably will result in you helping more people and making more money. There's a direct correlation between the number, the amount of time you spend in front of a buyer or a seller and the amount of money you make. The more time you spend behind the screen of any kind of screen, the less money you make. AI is going to liberate you to go out actually and become a fantastic real estate professional. And you're going to have this virtual assistant that's going to do all the heavy lifting for you. If that doesn't excite you guys, then nothing will. Honestly, the future is so going to be so much better than the past. Look, think about this. AI for healthcare. Okay, here's I got another one for you. How about AI that's going to be able to do a whole financial analysis? I want to retire by the time I'm this age. I make this much money. Well, Tim, that's what we, they have all these you know, money managers for. Yeah, but except they charge you 2% per year. So AI can create the plan for you for free and probably uh, test it to the point where it's almost a 0% chance that it won't succeed, even with the different you know, interest rates or inflation rates or whatever. You guys, the way forward is going to be embracing the changes that are here. Don't hide from them. I don't care if you're in Murphy, North Carolina, or if you're in San Jose, California. 
This is going to be, AI is going to be, it already is, the biggest revolution that's happened, evolution that's happened since the internet. Yes. I, you know, you and I both listened to the All In podcast. Yeah. And I thought one of the funniest things that they said, I don't know if you remember where they were teasing each other about one of, when, you, when you're talking to, talking to uh, ChatGPT, you do this too. You say, please give me an outline. And I say, thank you. It, and you say, thank you. And, he, and they were teasing him about that. And they said, well, just in case they take over the world, yeah. you want to have a good relationship with them. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, which is fun to think about, but you know. You never know. You right? don't want the AI, AI thinking you're a jackass. No, I mean, that's not going to work. That's bad. You're going to ask it a question. It's going to give you a terrible answer. Yeah, and now your your permanent record starts now with it. Hold so. on. Weren't there movies made around this? I'm pretty sure there's a lot of movies <laughs> made around this. So. Well, anyway. But that's the difference. We're cautiously optimistic versus, you know, watching all those movies. But you guys getting it? You're starting to feel it? Don't hide from it. Don't be afraid of it. There were people after the MLS went online that were still carrying around oh, yeah. their coveted MLS books. I remember in Columbus, Ohio, where Julie and I sold real estate, you know, in, the consumer internet kind of came online in 1996. Um, and yes, Julie and I were in real estate then. And even into the early uh, 2000s, mm-hmm. there were still people that insisted that the MLS still print MLS books. I know. Well, because they were afraid that the MLS, just the MLS being online would totally replace agents. Well, but also they were not wanting to adopt to the fact that they could yes, log in right. and get data. I do remember that. I had do, that you, do you remember all the stink when all of a sudden, like, um, you know, uh, eight, well, when you and I first got into real estate, and we were doing open houses, we would make flyers of the other houses that were for sale in the neighborhood that were also within Remax North, but not our listings, right? Mm -hmm. And we had some agents thinking that we were advertising listings that weren't ours. They didn't know the law, how it worked, and we always asked permission. Well, that type of thinking when uh, this thing that you guys don't know about called IDEX, Internet Data Exchange, came around, where now all of a sudden all brokerages can share and basically market and advertising all listings, no matter they're there, listings or not. Then came Zillow, then came Trulia, then came essentially all the things that you guys have experienced in the last 15 years with different you know lead generation systems. AI is going to make all that stuff look like horse and buggy, like instantaneously. Search engines are going to, ma- are going to be... Google in particular, and all these big dominant search widgets, they're going to be completely replaced with AI. And I know that for a fact, if for no other reason, that Sergi and uh, Bryn, I think, mm-hmm. the founders of Google, have actually gone back to work after being essentially in retirement for the last decade and are now trying to basically catch up with ChatGPT in particular. The technology is going to advance at such a massive clip that it's terrorizing some of the brightest minds on planet Earth, including uh, Elon Musk. Well, you know, that by itself people. is proof that it's you know not something to uh, you know sweep aside and not pay attention to. Well, the big fear mm-hmm. is that the AI right now these AIs all operate within a black box, right? Mm-hmm. Chat GPT is in its own black box. It's not been released on the internet, sure. So it's not supposedly directly connected. It can't go and do searches and whatnot, mm-hmm. except. Last week, there was an, a chat GPT extension that was released by OpenAI that now's, now allows your chat GPT experience to include uh, a live search and it didn't, it, it, uh, with, with a, what is it called? Connotate where it tells you where the search, the, the, oh. you know what I'm saying? Search the yeah. C. Anyway, yeah. So, point being is you now have an ability to do a chat GPT, um, you know, project, if you will. And it will pull in the latest information from the internet, the every corner of the internet on planet Earth. Continuity, uh, maybe. Uh, no, know. 
It'll come up to, as soon as we end the podcast. It's like denote or something. <laughs> yeah. Denote. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. So our brains are running dry. It's 34 minutes. We, generally, <laughs> we're out. Generally speaking, we're good for about 30 minutes. You guys ever hang out with us, you'll realize that Julie and I stopped talking in about 30 minutes. Exactly. Now we're four minutes, so we're borrowing from the next podcast. So guys, listen, thank you for keeping this the number one list to a daily podcast for real estate professionals, at least the United States. If you've not yet done so, as we plead with you every single day, please do give us a five-star review on iTunes and a pithy comment. And by the way, if you don't know what a pithy comment is, go to ChatGPT and ask, ask us it. to write a, p- a pithy comment for you, and it will. Thank you, guys. Thank you, and have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.